Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello, hello, hello. Yes, Chef again, and here we go. Got quite excited with this one because we get to go around Melissa Hemsley's house. How awesome is that? Feel a little bit scared as well though because when you get put in someone's house you've got to be on your best behaviour so we'll have to be good Jordan you just make sure that you uh, you wipe your feet when you get in in fact take them no kid them on you got socks on oh you better have well I've actually got one sock with the big with the big toe missing so imagine that big toe in it Hemsley's right see you in a bit so Melissa thanks for inviting us down to the green pan room <laughs> it's a lovely place this. I feel We're like I'm having a sleepover I bloody love it do you? it's the box room this is what I grew up in yeah 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 well my brother's true. got a nicer room I was in. I was boxed in with a green pad this is a pull out right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Thanks for identifying my pullout. <laughs> um, yeah, we're in the room that I like to write in. So what I do is I put my, we've moved my table, but I put my table there. But what's, you see how I'm on the corner of a couple of roads. Yeah. I can't really be up here when it gets dark because I'm lit up so everyone can see me coming and they all look up at you the and then you look the down window. at them, the women in the window. Um, but I like to be here and I, then I like go through the day and when it gets to 3.30 and I start seeing kids, I'm like, shit it's kids going home time what have i achieved today and then i just have like a rampant three hours or four hours or five hours till i to work so i just fanny around till about three well judging by how nice your bathroom looks why don't you just write in the bath oh no because i i digital detox in the bath so in the bath i just watch silent it's not digital <laughs> no, i'm watching silent witness no work thoughts in the bath the child never to have an electrics in the bath oh but i i prop it you see how i've got a lot of see how like i basically am well, a hoarder there's a lot there's a lot of like props and like layers of stuff i'm glad you've had a tidy up it's good it's not this is not tight do you know what though so basically we were supposed to be in the kitchen because this it would be appropriate and i should have fed the lads but haven't got my stuff together my boyfriend's doing a workout downstairs and we don't want you to hear him grunting i was gonna say right when you're writing and you're in this little thing i mean like how hard is it to focus your energy in to to be given a task to be like right we're sitting here i've got to do all these recipes yeah because i lock myself in here and i only leave to wee is it literally like (laughs) i do a nine to five because like bono always said 
What but does like, Bono do? Bono always said when he first started being a musician, he used to get drunk and try and write lyrics at night, right? And then after years and years of it getting worse, he said he decided to get up at seven o'clock and do a, a nine to five, essentially. Same Someone's as Nick Cave. Yeah. Nick Cave he? does that, doesn't he? So he, has an, he bought an office, he had an office in his house and he's like, right, I'm going to come in here nine to five and that's how I'm going to write like a job job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Is that something that you do? I've got to do that. And I understand now why people make sheds in their garden and then they go and lock themselves in there. But when me and my boyfriend were getting this house, you know, so this, it was a Victorian wreck three years ago. Um, we were like, we need space to do our own thing. Um, so here is like where I lock myself. It's also where my godchildren come and sleep, hence the double pull, pull out. out bed, yeah, nice. which is brand new. I mean, we're literally oh, the first so bombs on it. New, yes. feels, feels nice, feels doesn't it? Feels lovely. Feels lovely. There's me on the bloody um, stool. <laughs> Did I give Suits you your part. Oh, I like this stool. I like the stool. It makes me IKEA chair. I like it. <laughs> oh, no. That's We've actually really branded. valuable. All right. Is it? Yeah, that's a oh, NASA. Right, Have a little look. That's a NASA. It's an it's an art collector's item chair. Oh, have you got keys in your pocket? I nearly wore my NASA t-shirt from China as well today, <laughs> and that's not a joke. My girlfriend <laughs> says it's a little bit tight. I think that was mine he sent. Um, ask Melissa some interesting food questions, Ben. Right. So I was thinking we'd find out more about what would be your very first food memory. So my first food memory is... I'm on a scratchy carpet in an army barracks, which is could have been any army barracks because we lived in a lot of them. And my mum, obviously at the time I didn't remember this, but she's told I told her the memory and she knows what it was. She'd boiled up lots of small sweet prawns and then she dipped them in vinegar and salt and fed, peeled the heads off. She would suck the prawn juice out of the head. But then she would just give me the little plump sweet shrimp dipped in vinegar and salt and feed it to me you know, right into my mouth. And I just remember the feeling of my legs on the scratchy carpet. And I also, embarrassingly, not only did I make my sister sleep in my bed for years, I swear till I was about 15. (laughs) I used to make my mum for years feed me with her hands. Right, so everyone stopped. So like, because do do you like eating with your hands? I I do. It depends what food. Yeah, I do. You know, soup, you can't do anything. I'm sure you could cup it. We could try our best. But I know what you're saying. (laughs) So basically, when you get something, you like to kind of go in. I like to go in. And, you know, I always feel like when, when, you know, everyone wants to have the perfect mouthful. With your hand, it's possible to get like a little bit of everything and like, I don't know, maybe it's from my my Filipino genes or whatever, but my mum, like the way that you can just press like bit of rice, bit of vinegary prawn, a bit of dip in a bit of sauce. So for years I used to be like, can you just, I'm tired. Can you feed me tonight? I mean, I was it laziness or was it like, and I just feel like she'd put together really good mouthfuls. So she was an amazing cook then. She's an amazing cook, but she, 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 I'd never seen my mum cook a, you know, sometimes I'm like, mum, I'm literally about to miss my book deadline. Can you recipe test something for me? She's the worst recipe tester. She just changes it however she wants. So she doesn't, cook from recipe books she just brought us up on filipino food and her my dad's mother uh had taught her some you know english classics and so she sort of just fused them and made made stuff up and just she's just really good and she's her big thing was just never wasting any food you know she came from a poor family in manila i grew up on army bases you just totally respected food you didn't waste anything and she would just put stuff together and i remember like she would fry mackerel for breakfast for, for school sometimes. And I'd be so embarrassed. I'd be like, I smell Every, like fish. I smell everybody like fish. is saying this. Every chef of sports who has said about the embarrassment of having a different type of lunchbox oh, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And like, cause I, I was, I was. But how lucky were we? That's what I'm saying. And when you look back, you go, Oh my God. Like, cause we're going up on barracks and stuff. I mean, 
was how well, you were growing up in barracks didn't no you? i would hey, oh, right. no no christ oh, you no. said it like growing up on barracks growing up, on bar- growing up for you growing up on barracks and stuff like relationship with food that did it affect that was it like you were at home a lot no or? do you know what the houses tend to be you know the, the houses are identical and they're sort of everyone's quite squished together it's really a nice community there tend to not be very many men around um because back in the day most of the officers oh, i don't know if there's any milk left should i go get some to have a little look have a little look he'll go black he will I'll go black. Don't worry so is about there that. anything left? Oh, there's a smidge. Go just, on. Just should, should I go get it? No, no don't be that. Don't be silly. Don't be silly. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Perfect. What did they say? Oh, yeah. And I, you could really, really, you could literally hear everything through the walls. You could smell everyone. You know, like, you know, when you walk down the street, do you love that? I always love walking down the street and smelling someone's dinner being cooked and be like, oh, I quite fancy that. And they're, have, that? they're having lasagna. You know, when it smells, smells lovely. Always smells better than your own tea. The exactly. The neighbor's tea, you're like, oh, Bloody yeah. fajitas on yeah. a Wednesday. Or, yeah. or how about this? When you're at home by yourself, if you've got a deadline, you're working really hard and someone starts making a barbecue and you're like, oh. In the summer. But you've got a really nice barbecue zone out there, like. How did you see all of that? You're only here down oh, there for I'm, I'm, like, I'm like bloody Robocop. I go into a room. I eat <laughs> Have ba- you scouted out the place before away. you got here? <laughs> no, I just looked and I was like, beautiful house, okay. Husband's well, that would out. be that would God. be my oh he's, oh, he's not my husband yet. Husband, oh, don't God. send the wrong signals sorry, out. Sorry, she, what he's really doing? He's not for the exits yet. in sorry. case it goes really wrong. He's like, yeah, there's like, a get bunch out that of window, exits. Get there. Oh look, us, we're too excited. She's oh. doing podcasts at night. We've never done it in our life, have we? Have night? you never done it? We've got a candle going. Why are you guys drinking coffee there? You're not going to be up all night. No, no, he's not. He's, he's a weird one. Like that. Anyway, barracks, barracks, barracks. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, so you could smell everybody's food. My mum said that um, one night I went round to someone's house and had loads of chicken nuggets or fish fingers or something and apparently I was like bouncing off the walls with enjoyment but then came home and was like, I'm still hungry. Can I have some of your like, what I would have called her boring soup or her leftovers? Which is just lovely. Which lovely. is just lovely home cooked food and on a Sunday I always tell this story. She's always like, we didn't always do this. Do you ever do that when you say stuff and then your parents try and correct you? Oh, you have a memory that you've created in your own No, head. my memory's real. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I do this all the time. your parents don't goes, want to believe. That didn't happen. So like, for example, my Mum, long before it became trendy. Sorry, I don't want my voice is breaking. I'm not getting emotional. Don't worry. It's just... don't, don't show your emotion. Don't be afraid. <laughs> no, don't be get involved. Before it was trendy, my mum used to collect jam jars and serve drinks to us. In before them. it was because kind of, what because Ribena and cocktail, whatever. Oh, I, love, oh, I haven't had Ribena for so long. No, but she no because we were always moving house. Stuff got broken. So the jars would, t- you know, last the test of time. So like glasses would get broken or maybe they hadn't been unpacked. I mean, we lived a million times, moved a million times, but she would serve us some jars. And I once said in, a, in an interview years ago, um, oh, you know, my mum used to do that. She wouldn't waste anything and she would use a jar. She literally called me up and was like, can you stop telling people that I, that I brought you See, up in your cool. childhood? That's cool to but you. Like, I was trying to say to her, mum, like- not only were you great and resourceful, great for the environment to reuse and, you know, super cool, but she hates me telling stories. But on a Sunday, we'd get big Sunday soup. We'd watch the EastEnders Omnibus and it would be like leftover pasta leftover pasta tomato sauce maybe a bit of leftover curry in there shit we had to swear on her shit loads of garlic she was over with shit loads of garlic buttered bread and we would just sit there and just keep literally serving ourselves big soup big sunday soup eating all this garlic bread which would be like a, a leftover baguette that she would sprinkle some water on to rehydrate in the oven and we just sit there and just watch the eastenders on the bus and that was instead of my Sunday roast. And at the time, I was like, oh, I really would like a lovely bit of, you know, pork belly or some lamb. But it just didn't really happen. She could have done it, but she worked so hard and she was like, we need to use up the leftovers. So she taught me all of that. She's she's the best. 
Um, she's amazing. And does she still cook for you now? Or you, is it your job now when it's like coming out of mine for tea? To be honest, she really, I like to cook for her because I know that I've got years to catch up on for, you know, all the time she's cooked for me. And, you know, she's by herself now because my dad's, my dad's gone. So, um, you know, I just, I like, I like to treat her. And then I'll be like, sit down on the sofa. She complains because my sofa's quite low because my dog almost died. Long story short, my dog almost died. Pulled sponge. <laughs> you know the dog that was like jumped at you. She she almost like she slipped a disc in her neck, and so then we decided to change sofa so she could climb easily up without hurting herself. Now my mum, you know she's in, she looks hot and great, but she's getting into her seventies. She's complaining that it's hard to get back and up and down from the sofa. She's gonna hate this story even more. Let's hope sofas. she's not. Subscribe to this podcast. Yeah, I, my dog lost its leg, and it oh, was. Oh um, God! Are you trying to top me with dog stories? No, no, I'm not topping. It. I'm just saying. But that, that, that How we, did it lose we its had leg? To, it got it got some oh, reversed. No. Someone reversed over. My dad's gonna kill me for this because basically we were just tell stories. Was your dad happened? driving your car? No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Thank God. But um, his mum and brothers were very young, and I just moved to London. This was like 15, 16 years ago, and um, yeah, he got run over and stuff. But my dad was skint at the time and he oh. went to the um, vets and the, the, the doctor came out and just told it, as he said, look, we can get rid for now. <laughs> Simple. He said, we can get rid for now. We can we can do the proper job at about 5K and then yep. we can have the leg chopped off for a grand. <laughs> and he looked, and he, honestly, my dad told me this when we had like years later and he turned around and he went, get rid. Because <laughs> he was skint and he had nothing and he loved that dog, loved it. Oh, you and then tell. he looked at my brothers. My brothers were obviously in tears and he was like, Jesus Christ. So he, in the end, he got one he way. He found a ground. Uh, no, well, he had to find a ground somewhere. We never talked about that. But, um, and then in the end, so we had this three legged dog called Molly. Um, it was just Aww. beautiful. But, the but fi- she didn't know any different, did she? She, she just had, coped. She had the best crack. It was, but the thing is, that she got treated like a queen after that because it was like, well, three-legged dog on our street so I was like what kind of dog was she um cross between a cocker spaniel and a springer spaniel oh, she's a lovely glossy oh, hair didn't she didn't matter about her leg I used to always I used to think it was a man oh, for, what Molly oh wait I know I, it's so weird for all reason I thought it was a dog I thought it was a man dog for the whole of my life anyway we'll get we'll gonna... you didn't go to school till you were eight though <laughs> no no I didn't have, no me and Molly try to find that grand but anyway back to that did she part. live a long lovely life then Here's another. Oh, what? She a, lived to a hundred. There's another twist to the what? story, right? Animal so I go, I go back for Christmas, um, Christmas dinner. Where do you I, come from? I'm from the Lake District. Beautiful. Oh, stunning. So the Christmas dinner's a mega because my grandma taught me everything I know and um, cooking wine. So I go back, all good. And normally the dog's there. So then you forget because it's part of life. Isn't it? And then about halfway through, I went, where's Molly? Like that. And then they all went, she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> but they all, Honestly, the way they did it, because obviously it was nervous because they didn't tell me. Yeah. Well, for how long did you cry? Died in January. Oh, it, man. So it was Christmas. Oh, no. And they went, she's dead. Ah, and they all started laughing. Because they were like, relieved to so get it off their chair. I had 10 minutes in the garden, a little cry. <laughs> yeah. Came back in and had a rice pudding. It was, a, it was a horrible. But it's quite nice when rice puddings have oh, time yeah. to set as well. Had Especially had on, did she get buried with that fourth leg? No one knew. No one talked about it since. But I'm gonna if this comes out, my dad will. What call do you mean me. if this comes out? No, if it comes out and he and he knows, uh, he, you know what I mean. Obviously, I, parents must listen to everything we do. Yeah, well, that's right. He always goes great, great son, great. Really? Every time he listen, listens to it all on the way to work. Yeah, I hope anyway. he's going to review this um this particular episode. Give it a little thumbs oh, up. Oh, he shall do. Oh, I'll, I'll we'll make, make sure, sure he likes to subscribe. Mm. <laughs> make sure you all subscribe and review. Thank you very hey. much. Thank you. So where was growing up then? You moved around uh, a lot. Mainly but... Kingston upon Thames. Why? Yeah, there's there's an army base there and then a couple of years in Germany. Um, yeah, loved it. Always loads of people to play with. Mm-hmm. Children to play with. 
<laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's one of the things, I think people think of it negatively, don't they? When you say about, I grew up in Amber Box and I've got friends in the force and it's like, now... Yeah. And they they have this. They've got kids, and they, yeah. they they live a beautiful, amazing life. And they have the kids have loads of friends and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Is it? Does it affect? Kind of. I don't know. I tell you what. I'm super paranoid about certain things. We had to. I remember six to eight. We used to have to check under our cars for for bombs. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Um. I'm a very vigilant person. Um. You've got to be vigilant. Got to be vigilant. That's scary, I often though, at six to eight. You don't. You don't really get it though. It's, you, you, it's turned into a game, though, isn't it? Go and check. Go and check. Um, but yeah, no, it's great fun. You don't. It, I think it forces you to be a bit more outgoing because you've got to make lots of new friends. Yeah, constantly, yeah. The nice thing is you get to meet lots of people from all around the world. Um, can't remember any of them now because they were so fleeting. But you know, you before get Facebook, you get so. for Facebook. Um, I don't know. I loved it. And, and, and actually, I remember at one point my dad, mum were like, Oh, you know, we could go and live in Russia now. And I remember crying and being like, I don't want to move to Russia. And I kick myself now because I've loved yeah. to have gone and lived in Russia for a couple of years. But I'm, I was at that awkward time. I was like 14 to 16. You made some friends. You, got you made school, some friends. Finally yeah. had You always say still. ages like you're reading a label of a, me. A bit 14 of to 16. Yeah. Six to eight. Six 14 to, to 16. <laughs> That's how I remember my life, though. Oh, I was right. in that house, five and a half to seven and a half. <laughs> how old are you? Give him, give me a little range. Uh, Medium. I, I take the, the. I'm about to take a new box. What are you getting into your forties? Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? Kieran will beat that up. Best thing we That's why we're doing podcasts. What? What? Thirty-five to what? <laughs> well, I'm not quite there yet. Yeah. Was he a thirty-four? Thirty-four, yeah. thirty-six. Like my yeah, way. Like my way. <laughs> what box That'll are you do. in? I'm Same. in thirty-three. I thought you were two years older than me. No, no, I'm... Um, He's actually younger meh, than you. Meh. How do you not what know happened? how old he is? We only met him six months ago. Really? No, was that, no was it, about eight months ago we met, didn't we? Yeah, Tinder, I think, right? Tinder, yeah. Bumble. <laughs> we, we, we both crossed um, piano works. <laughs> Who you said hi first? There you go. Well, oh, I can't remember. Too drunk. We both got the sec- um, second name, so there you go. Did, you only, did you only meet, really, that met in Barcelona, yeah. Mm. What were you doing in Barcelona? Festival. festival. What festival? Primavera. Oh, and I need I just to get out to, more. Oh, I've no, yeah, I've never even beautiful. heard of Primavera. It's, it's very good. good. Yeah, You've it's never excellent. heard of it. I've never heard. The best of it. thing is you can mix both. You can Guys, mix the, the most amazing went... food and drink oh, with yeah. a festival at night. There we go. Not Glastonbury. The last time I went out was Secret Garden, age. It's twenty two. Can... <laughs> that closed down about three years <laughs> ago, didn't it? The only festival. That's the last I saw. You must Obviously, I go and do food festivals. You got the big festival and stuff, don't you? But yeah, but. I go and work, so I'm not like... Well, you must have a bit of a jolly afterwards, though. No, because you know what? I get quite nervous. And then afterwards, I'm like super adrenalised. When you do these things, like, do you plan it before? Do you go up there? You've got your dishes to cook. You've got your foot. You've got your Britney Spears mic. <laughs> That's the crack, isn't it? I mean, when yeah. I go to watch Do you him, get nervous? I've never... What? Yeah, always. Never done, I've never done a food thing like that, no. What? You'd never. I'd love so to. You'd be so good. Well, you did Wingfest. I did, but I just um, hosted it, didn't I? Right, come on, Ben. These things are also pretend, aren't they? Hang on, so what festival would you like to do? I think you'd be brilliant. Um, I did. I saw Tom Brown do um, Taste. And I saw, uh, we had Tom Brown as our first guest and we had him. Can I tell you something? I am such a Tom Brown He's um he's he's a, I think he's the sexiest man I know. You've I wasn't even going to talk about. Oh yes, he he's. I said to him, apart from being an asshole, I was like, you "Let's are not objectify sexy, him, shall oh, we?" Oh yeah, I know. But when I I need to eat. So him. can I just tell you something about Tom? Tom's got the same island material that I've got. Rich lights made of recycled paper composite. So that's why I went and to go and really, check it out. Like a three thousand year old table in there or something. I don't know, like the oak, and they made it all. Oh, I didn't it's beautiful. see that. And they've got pictures of Jarvis Cocker and the Arctic Monkeys on the wall which is very nice 
in us, apparently, in the toilets. There you go, mate. There you You're go. in the toilets? It, 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 me and him. Did you go to the opening? Uh, no, I didn't. But... Hang on. In the toilets, when I went, obviously mm. I was busy doing my business, but there's like swirls of like fish. It's very beautiful. So yeah. I and if, see if you look, of you. If I think you look you, above yeah. there, there's a, there's a framed Polaroid of me and Jordan. Uh, Are you good mates then? Of me, well, not with Tom, but with me, hopefully. Oh, yeah, but yeah, why yeah. is Tom out of everyone he could have put he's, in the toilet? I think he's taking oh, a piss. I think he's taking oh, a for piss. God's oh, sake! Oh. He's just trying to get oh. into the Jesus. Tom Brown cock. He ain't, got, <laughs> he ain't got any Tom Brown connections like me. Any. Hang on, so how many podcasts have you done now? And who's been your favourite? Well, we've done season one. Yeah. We had six episodes. Yeah. Um, but we're now halfway through Obviously, recording. I've listened to them all, so I'm not asking this question. Well, yeah. I've seen you do a little uh, Instagram <laughs> story last night. Ten podcasts I've listened to right yeah, now. Yeah, because we and didn't get it. Did you like it? I saw it. great. Who commented on it? You did. No, I was going to say, why isn't your chef in there? She had done it yet. There you go. Because I can't it. plug something. Before you do it. Yeah, do green it. pan. I like, I like plug it. No, but I like the fact you went straight away. Mwah. <laughs> but I would do the exact same. Who else is going to do it? You've got to I push thought yourself. to myself, if I don't say it, everyone would be like, why aren't you proud of your own one? You've got to be proud of what you do, right? Absolutely. Definitely. But obviously, I did I say top 10? I said 10 of my favourite. Obviously, this you will didn't now say go into my you, next yeah. round. So let's go on that while we're, while we're talking yeah. about it. With your podcast, like. Yeah. How did you get into it? Why did you get into it? Do you love it? I mean, what was I the idea at, at the start? Was it yours? Was it? Um, no, I'll tell you what it was. It existed already and I was a guest. And then they said to me, you do you want to present it. this? <laughs> you stole it. That's brilliant. No, I, I'm sure the, the other guy didn't want to do it. Well, you haven't followed up. What with him? Maybe he wants to do it and you're just, you know. Um, well, I don't know if I'm doing the next series. Maybe we'll get. So that's good. So you just basically so, came on. So I went on it. it. Then... So, so basically, um, it was a, it, it, when when they said to me, they were like, we thought you were great as a guest. Would you like to present it? And it's it's basically reading loads of books and interviewing people. So the first series I presented, which was last year. Oh my God. Have you ever met Judy Murray? I completely fell in love I with Judy love Murray. Her. Would you love to meet she's Judy quality. Murray? She's really cool. But I, I saw her on a lot of panels. She's really good. She was... well, I hadn't seen that side of her. Yeah, I hadn't seen Strictly well. with her on it. She was on, what's your name? She's on shit. What's on with James, James Corden as well? The football, the sport one on there. Was she, she? She was on that and like... She was playing she in the team. Her, no, she held her own. Oh, sorry, not the... A not league the of your own. Yeah. She was on that and she held her own and everyone looked. Yeah. She's got to be though. She must have been like, to, to, to get Andy Murray to that level. But also, you know, her career, when she was when she was an athlete, when she was, she was know. talking about all... Well, you must listen to my podcast. That is hashtag live life better series two, the Judy Murray meets Melissa Hemsley episode. Thank you. Do you Thanks, start, do you choose your guests? There's a the thing. So what yeah. we, what we yeah, do, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you, did you choose me? Yeah. Does someone else make you? Someone else dropped out. No, but it's one of those things, isn't it? I mean, like when we were looking, we made a list of like 30 people we wanted to do. I'm gonna, and then you just reach out, don't you? And it's amazing how many people go, yeah, go on then. Let's, uh, let's talk. Oh, a bit more chocolate. We're just eating some fair trade chocolate because oh, we've just gone pan. through. <laughs> this. It's just been fair trade fortnight, but a bit Explain like International this. Women's Day. So you got, Day. In, you got involved in this. Oh, let me just eat this bit first. You talk while I just chew you my got bit. In, you got involved in this and I saw it and you did Can you the thing with the... Come on, give us a tune. Step to son. I can't whistle. My teeth are too big to whistle. There you go. Terrible whistler. Look, well, tell me about fair trade then. So you mm. did this fair trade thing. I saw this hot chocolate and I saw this amazing kind of Willy Wonka-esque press a button, mm. the room kind of spins round Batman style. What is this? What, you know, how did you get involved? you got to say something while I share. Very nice. And get some more. So I've just took a, another job in bread. So oh, I'm going to be a bread salesman, yeah? Fantastic. And I'm really excited. And um, someone was telling me there, they sell their bread to, to toast. toast and stuff like that. And Shall then, we explain it? Explain it to listeners. So toast is um, 
an incredible company and concept that really loads of people should take from all over the world. Um, co-founded by an amazing man called Tristram Stewart. Tristram Stewart watches Ted talk about food waste. He's a really cool guy. He tells a story that he, to supplement his, um, to, to create pocket money, he used to go and get loads of leftover food from restaurants and bakeries and stuff and feed his pigs. Then he used to sell his pigs to people, to his friends' parents. And he's always been totally interested in, in waste and why we waste and so on. And then he has is a massive food waste campaigner uh, and has a charity called Feedback Global, which I've been involved in. And then he set up Toast. And I don't even drink ale, beer, any of that. Um, gin and tonic, obviously, is my jam. But he goes and they collect bread from bakeries and they make this this beer called toast it's, it's fantastic and like, you l- know your beer so you explain how good it is is it? it's very very tasty and yeah. the fact that you feel good about the, the about you know the, the fact cycle. that it's sustainable the fact that it's all you know it's an exciting project as well it's been very good for quite exciting. a while hasn't it i mean you you're, you're really keen on that and it's a big thing from day one with you with sustainability and that kind of stuff yes from mum and dad always what else can you reuse what you know my my mother's mantra my entire life was every grain of rice so you know if there was a grain of rice on the table when you picked up your plate to take it back into the kitchen you know you had to eat that and um if you go into my fridge you'll see there's like well, we're going to have a little look in my fridge there'll be some broth left over there'll be some the thing is i think i think as well like back in the day it wasn't talked about and it wasn't a, the buzzword to you just did it. because i think for me my family it was well you don't leave out because we haven't got the money to spend anything. Yeah. Why would you Why would you leave it? I mean, right, when I first moved to London, I remember going on a date and someone had left, the girl left half the food. Right? Oh, did you and have to pay for it as well? Did you go Dutch? I'm northern, no. But um, but no, but basically, that really that really freaked me out because I was like, oh Christ, if I eating, I used to eat everything. Even if I'm not enjoying it, I'll eat everything because I was brought up that way and I would get a clip around the ear roll, they used to call it, but they call it a slap, I think, other places. But do you know what I mean? But like, you eat all your food. You don't waste any food. You know, you think about that, you know. and What happens when you're cooking and you see plates coming back or whatever? Does it? What? Cause I, I don't cause talk about that. It gets in a right off. No, because I was such a small... So I, I run, basically, I go into pubs and stuff like that, yeah. yeah. And I run up to other companies and stuff like that. So, basically, it's a small kitchen. It's me and a lad. It's always like, I've always been that way, you know. And if it comes in and they've left anything, anything, I'm like, are they all right? Are they all right? So, wait, it's like, yeah, they're just full. They're just full. I'm like, yeah. well... Are they? Really? <laughs> well, I mean, like for me, I'll go somewhere, if I spend £18, £15, £12 on a plate of food, I don't care. I wouldn't go out if I was full. Do you know? I mean, that's, <laughs> and that's why, and it's weird for me because I think, well, maybe they're just saying that because they're English and polite. Yeah. <laughs> if you know what I mean. I wanted to ask you then, regarding like you working in kitchens and stuff and getting to that, did you did you go in or did you have jobs no, in kitchens? I never really worked in kitchens. I worked as, pri- as a private chef. So how do you, I was thinking this when I was reading everything about you, how do you go from... Just to go into being a private chef, is it like it was? It was literally the most random chain of events. My sister and I, I wanted to be a doctor, so did all my science A levels. Got to eight, got to seventeen, had a crisis of confidence. Actually, changed school sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. <laughs> Here I am doing my dates again. Here we go. <laughs> Here she goes. And because I wanted to go to this particular school for various reasons, one of them including that they sort of churned out doctors and lawyers and were really just academic. Got there, really felt quite, I just sort of lost my way, didn't know anyone there. And um, not that everyone wasn't super friendly, it's just, it's quite a, a change to make. And I suddenly felt like I was was falling behind, had a crisis of confidence and then was like, okay, I've just done my A-levels, but I don't think I want to be a doctor anymore. Um, I don't think I can handle it mentally. I really realised that it was a very intense job um, physically and um, emotionally. 
and started working in a shoe shop. Long story short, um, worked my way up that company. It was an ethical shoe company. And then I started working. Then I was like, oh, I've done, I've really enjoyed this. I'm going to go and work for another company. Started working for a group of pubs and bars. Um, was working in the sales and marketing department. So they were really busy in the evenings, rammed, sold ticket, ticketed events, DJs. And in the day, my job was to make the company money by births, marriages and deaths, christenings, wakes, weddings, um, and just corporate people hiring it out and big Christmas dues and all that kind of stuff. And I used to, I had this amazing, sh- I had an amazing chef who was like Marco Pierre White trained and Pierre Kaufman trained called Tim Payne, who was unbelievable such character and he was the one that started teaching me like he'd be like oh can you watch out for the asparagus and I'd be like oh we need to write a newsletter what should we write it about and he was like call it and I'm not going to do his accent he's like call it he's from Lancashire call it the asparagus is coming and I was like I didn't really understand why why the asparagus were coming or why that was such a big deal and I hadn't really I don't think ever had asparagus and I didn't really realize the window and why it was so important and I started to pick up lots from him fast forward moved on from that job and then I was sort of between jobs my sister who was modeling at the time she was cooking for her friends I was cooking for my friends we weren't trained in any way or even by our mum because she used to spoil us and cook for us but none of our mates could cook so everyone would be like let's go out to eat and we were like no let's just eat at home let's just eat at home which is very much my family's mentality and then long story short someone who's who is in a band um, was like, oh, I really, I really want to hire a private chef. Does anyone know anyone that makes like really nice, was healthy it food? Gary Barlow. <laughs> it was not Sting. Gary Barlow, was it? It wasn't Gary Barlow straight away. Right. Gary Barlow. <laughs> Gary I, Barlow. Saw you, I saw you. I saw you doing the Gary Barlow voice. I was like, she's pretty. Do you good. think I'm good at a Northern very accent? Very good, Gary Barlow. It, it was very. But then, so that's mental. When you think about it, like but, to go in there. Hang on, there's a bot. There's a bot. Well, what I was going to say is. At the end of the day, I think people, like you said, with your big northern roast, people like to cook, have food as if a family, as if someone really, really cares about them and really loves what they're doing. So you're like, I'm really good at a big roast. I that is what I do. That's my thing. And I just think that when you feed people and you're very confident about what we're feeding them. So my big thing is soups and stews. And I also think they should be everyone's thing. How can you mess up a soup and stew? My thing is soups and stews, they're soulful, they're comforting. You can put anything in them. And they can be light as well. That's they, the they thing as well. Light. They can be both, can't you can they? Put, you can put great, amazing toppings on top. They can be whatever you want. And me and my sister were like, oh, well, we'll cook for you for a week. We'll help you find someone else. We're not private chefs. My sister's on a sabbatical. That was me we'll cook for you for a bit such nice boys it was the take that boys but it was it wasn't Gary Barr to start with and we just started cooking for him and I on day I think on day one when I went home I was feeling like you just described how good that buzz is when you see a clean plate and someone's is happy because happy you fed them well, they, they look like they'd just be so happy to have someone cook for them who Gary Barlow and I just imagine just like Jason Orange, just like, just like, we might go with, you know what I mean? But I just think they look like the sort of guys that would just be so grateful. Does that make sense? Do you know what they're like? Gary's an amazing cook, for example. I just, the thing is, their big thing was, and you know, we never, do you know what's interesting is we've never spoken about it. The only reason that the Gary Barlow thing has come out now is because he wrote a book about it. He wrote a book about his life and he talked about how me and my sister's influence on food and cooking for him has not not completely, but has played a part in the way he feels about things. And that they were... such a big thing for you. Though. Awesome. We didn't... He was like, I'm writing a book. And I was like, great. You know, 
brilliant and he was like hey, hey, hey. no no and then he was like um oh let me send you a copy and i literally walked in the door it was like two weeks before it came out and i started reading it and i was like oh there we are oh there we are again and then i said um hang on uh hang on i can't say that bit <laughs> <laughs> is this via text again is it this wasn't meant to be a scoop i just saw this and i just no, thought no, it was no, a really interesting thing but, but, to talk about uh, the only reason i want to say it is because i i when we started we made a decision no one ever said it to us because we then cooked for them and then lots of their actor friends and lots of famous people and we said we're never ever going to talk about these people they never asked us not to but we're like we don't want you know yeah. do you know what we're, we're, chef, we're sisters American, we're sisters we've got big teeth we're very smiley it's cheesy yeah. and i was like we're going to talk about healthy eating it's going to rub people up the wrong way mm-hmm. which it did no point in then adding to it all oh, celebrity chefs or band it's another chefs. thing for them to be able to put it's the another thing. but now i'm a bit older i probably I, I stand by what i did but also i'm older now I'm 33 to 34. I don't Good really age. care what people think anymore. But at the time, I was like, do you know what? This is a new... I fell into this role. Love it. And and literally, I remember going home that night and being saying to my boyfriend at the time, who's not my boyfriend now, oh my God, I think I found what I want to do. And it was definitely something that had never, ever occurred to me. Wow. So you only found your confidence as you were actually doing it then? Yeah. Yeah. I knew I could feed someone really well. I knew I could feed them something absolutely delicious that would give them energy. And that's what they wanted. They were reforming to go on tour. There was there was no like great... They didn't want fancy food. They were like, oh, we've heard you guys can cook. We don't know any private chefs. Uh, we just want to eat really lovely home-cooked food. And we're like, yep, tick, can do that. A- anyway, how random, right? I mean, random. But I, what, what I like about it, which is, you know, the fact... Well, not that you didn't talk about it, but the fact that it's just like, I'm going for it. We're going for it. We're just doing it. We're doing it. You know what I mean? Do you know what? It's not even going for it. It was the fact that, that, that they said that whoever, one of the band was like, I know you can cook. I've, I've, I know what, people that have tried your food. Yeah, through, yeah. I know someone that's, that's had your food before, literally as a friend. I think it was my, it was my sister's friend, a mutual friend. We can cook. Most people can cook and put on a lovely bit of food. And they were like, would you, would you, would you do it for, for a bit? And in my head, I was like, do you know what? I'm between jobs. I don't know what I want to do. I'll give it my best shot. I always give everything my best shot, whatever I'm doing. Um, and I just went home that night. I was like, absolutely love it. You know, went home stinking as you are in the kitchen all day, smelling. And I was like vibing. Yeah. And, of course, and, buzzing, adrenaline, yeah. and also when you, when someone just says to you, cook whatever you want. It's the best thing ever. You go get the veg from the market. You cook whatever you want. So it, was that, no... so it wasn't like you turned up and they it's a delivery. It was all like, we're in charge of everything. Yeah. So that's amazing. Yeah. And the fact that they, do they live together? What? Take that. I was just imagining no. you, in, you in like, take <laughs> what, that. Do you think bunk... it's like the X Factor house? No, I just imagine like the bunk beds. Bunk beds, bunk beds. <laughs> just imagine the bunk beds. Just like, oh, like they're, they're, oh they're Gary and Mark on the <laughs> Oh, imagine that. When you've done, when you've done that, now from there, how do you go to having that iconic first book? Oh my God, you want all the stories, don't you? I want you? everything, that's how we're here. Then do we still have to go through all the questions oh, as well? Yeah, we've we've sorted the questions ruined. off okay. now. We'll the questions um, well, speaking of going for it, so we did this for two years, working seven days a week, non-stop, and started to cook for all of Take That and then some of their friends. And I've got to tell you, Take, take That boys and their families are absolutely amazing and wonderful people and super supportive and lovely and we loved it and then we took on a few more clients but when you're cooking for people like that you can't take on very many people so we're looking after a few people in the meantime um our friends and more of their friends and our friends friends everyone was like oh what you know you know you know like what you're doing like say we got this thing called like a paradise bar which is not it's not called a paradise like a paradise but it's called the paradise bar and we sell it in our cafe in selfridges mm-hmm. third floor hemsy and hemsy at selfridges and green pan they 
are like a bounty bar. Right. Um, I noticed that Pret also do them now as well. Um, anyway, they were like, why can't you just like, you know, you must know, why can't you just put that in a box and I'll buy some off you? And you're like, because we're not a production kitchen. We're cooking in people's houses. Anyway, people would be like, can you send me the recipe then? Mm. We didn't even have anything written down. See, that's when it no gets scary. Plan. So I remember when I made sausages and they did the same to me and someone said, um, could you bring them down to my restaurant? You make your own sausages? I used to start oh, training sausages. So basically... Oh, because the butchers? Yeah. yeah. And that's where I, I did it. I was, just, I was in a band and I went up there and did that. Oh, oh kind here of we do go. It. I want to hear about the band. band. No, 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 I've, no. Got, I've already got a bollock in a fun, one customer. But um, yeah, and I, and I just, someone said to me, bring your sausages down. So you expect to... Turn up at the front I door. I turned up. It was Dishoom asked me to come down and show some sausages. I had a friend who kind of worked there. So I ain't got a clue. So I turned up with my sausages and some tinfoil. And I just turned. But I love then, it. I've got such a vision. And I thought, I thought, oh, I've made, I'll make some beautiful lamb spice prune because it's kind of like an Indian vibe to it. Like a lamb and spice a prune. A mergesi, so an Indian yeah, mergesi. I made, I made them in my front room. Like, because I had a sausage machine. While you were watching TV? While I was watching... While you were watching Judy Murray? I was literally like that. <laughs> go on, dude. Go on, dude. So, like, that kind of thing. But I think the naivety of when you're doing something yourself oh and the passion, I think... Because you can have someone with, you know, massive investment, let's package yeah. it and all that. Yeah, whatever, the last couple of months. But I think that taught me more being rejected and being like, sorry, oh, mate, when you've don't come do down with some tinfoil. And then yeah. in the end, I was like, right, I'm going to go and do something else for a bit. Do you know what I mean? Because it really... Oh, I think you should the sausages again oh, I loved them they were Would very nice you send nice. me that recipe for the lamb and lamb prune s- ones I'll give you later lamb and spice prune lovely, <laughs> lovely. she's got some prunes some Morrison's you know what? put some Who whiskey I think it was Thomasina Myers she posted a picture and she was like why don't prune why are prunes so underloved love prunes it literally made my mouth water when she said when you say the word prune my mouth's watering I want to know about that moment where it went from private chefs into getting you know realising that you've got something you and your sister and getting the book and getting you know moving well, forward I tell you what so First of all, there was my buzz where I was like, I feel really good. So, and, and obviously when you do something and you do it and you feel good about it, you do it better. Uh, as I was doing it, obviously the boys in the band were happy. Their families were like, oh, this looks great. I used to cook for their families too. All my friends and families were like, oh, you can cook. I was like, yeah, anyone can cook. This is the big thing, right? Would you agree? Anyone can of course, cook. They just they haven't got the, Some people haven't got confidence to no, do it. Do you know the funniest thing? I find it so funny when so, I find a roast. I so want to eat your roast. I find a roast very difficult to make. Like, cause it's I the get... hardest timing you've ever exactly. had. Exactly. But then people will say to me, oh, I can't cook. And I go, you must be able to cook. Everyone can cook. Oh, and I then do I a say, roast. Yeah, they say that. They go, I do a roast. And I go, what the hell? If you could do a roast, you could do absolutely anything. It's so weird that, isn't it? I mean, like, it's what, I think it's the the, fa- the first thing you learn from your nana yeah. was, my, was the roast. Yeah. Oh, you see. It's yeah. the first thing you've allowed in the kitchen yeah. and you see everything going on and it excites you. It's like, my, it's like my girlfriend always wants me to cook because I'm a chef and I'm sure your boyfriend wants you to cook because you're a chef. I just want to go, no, you go, go and do it. Cause you, you know what I mean? And when Let she me does, sit on the sofa. You don't learn do that it. first from your nana. You start on desserts. No, oh, t- no. no, no one in my family's got a sweet tooth like that. So we never, we never started. Hang on. But then I find it so funny why people get so freaked out about Christmas because it's just a Sunday roast, isn't it? Exactly. Sorry. Glorified. Obviously Christmas is, as my Catholic mother would say, not about the food, but I, I, I don't understand. It's just a Sunday guess, roast with cranberry sauce yeah, and pigs and, in blankets. And, and it should be, more, it should be so relaxing. And I, I get so cross. I went away though for so this stressy. Christmas. I went away this Christmas to the Philippines and Thailand, which was amazing. Having said that, I felt so sad to not be around for Christmas. I won't do that again. Cause I went on like the 23rd. Cause it was warm. No, because I, I think I was here for the build up, So I left on the 23rd. So I felt like I almost got the, the, the like Christmas, peak. Yeah. See, I think, Chris, the the worst bit about Christmas is Christmas Day. That sounds so depressing. Quite but I, no, it's not even that. I think I have, I have so She's much dead. fun. <laughs> I have so <laughs> much fun that. Oh, obviously that RIP. 
Big big M in the sky. Um, no, but basically, I have so much fun for the build-up and the after. Yeah. But the day is a, yeah. it's, it's when I'm staying in. And I want to be out and I want to be meeting the same Why people. Why do you want to be out? Why don't you want to sit on the side? Because I go, I, cause I go back to Cumbria once a year, which is at Christmas. Yeah. And it's, I mean, from a small town called Ulverston, where all my friends are. Uh, How do you spell that? U L V E R S T O N. Ulverston. Ulverston, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. You'd love it there because it's just 15, what, just 20 pubs, fr- loads of pubs in a row, loads of lovely little restaurants. It's a small town. It's got 15 to 20 pubs in a row. We used to have 38. It was uh, the oh, town no, up from the us. More, yeah, more pubs in that town per square mile than anywhere yeah, in the people. country. And it, yeah, it was heaving, and they're always heaving. I love that, but the Christmas day, I just find it really stressful. Can we talk about eating out? He eats. Yeah, we can. He eats out more than any man. Where are you going no, tonight? No, no, You're no, like no. Jay Rayner's like better half, aren't you? <laughs> are you the new Jay Rayner? He clams up. He doesn't realise there's, there's, there's a few of us who do this. So, you're, again, you're seeing it through social media. You think it's well, me no, every well, night. I go, what are you up to? I'm eating out tonight, mate. I saw you. Well, that was good. Yeah, he was doing that. There we go. That Hang on. Wait, wait. <laughs> you, do, you talk and then you talk and see, guys listening, if you can tell. I'm actually going to close my eyes and see if I know who's talking. I'm going out to need, uh going out to the old um, piano works. He come down to the hand of glory, yeah? We've got to be fun. <laughs> oh, <I like> <laughs> That's really good. It's not fair. That's not fair, Melissa. Um, where are you going out tonight? Uh, your kitchen. Your kitchen, then we're going to go downstairs? For... We're going to go and eat my leftovers? I'm going to have a look in your fridge. You're going to have a go and look in my fridge. And I'm going to cook for lot, you mate? tonight. Do you eat out a lot? Um, I, I like, I told you, I like to stay. I love, I You're just want to. yourself, Like, for you? example, I, I, I am a grandma. I, tonight, I'm so looking forward to, I've been out since crack of dawn, did, did my workout, crack of dawn. I, all I want to do, you know, my bathtub looks nice, right? Looks beautiful. What I want to do is eat some food. There's a show on at nine o'clock called Cheat, which is apparently the new liar. And I just want to eat a bit of leftover. So in the fridge right now, I've made like, I've been doing some recipe testing, got like a French onion soup. I've got, but with some twist. I won't tell you the twist yet because I'll check it. Check it's all right. I've got a, a dal with some extra bits and bobs. I've got loads of broth. I was, I, I want to just literally create a lovely big massive soup. I want to sit on the sofa and then I want to run a bath and I want to get in it and I want to watch Silent Witness or Wallander or some sort of like, and I'll take a massive pint of gin and tonic in there. Like not like loads of gin and tonic, but it's like nice and icy. And I'll sit in there and take this candle and I just absolutely love it. And I'll sit in there for an hour. I think it's because you've got a lovely house. Do you I think like when it? you've Thank got you. I think when you've got a lovely house and somewhere, especially as you have to cook, that it's really enjoyable in the kitchen. Yeah, like, it's fun. When I moved in my house, I like my kitchen. I hate it now. I hate it. Oh. But I want when you've got a lovely kitchen and it's nice, it's just you want to be at home. And also as well, it's so bloody expensive living in London. Yeah. Being at home's amazing. If it's if if you're in a nice space, you know what I mean. It's like I love to eat out every night, but it's, it's impossible. Um, I tell you where I I told I just said we talked about Tom Brown at the beginning, but I did go and eat at his a week or so ago. Or was it two weeks? Can't keep up. And I thought it was absolutely amazing. Outstanding. Um, yeah. I went for lunch, and do you know what? I booked it because it was the only to, table yeah. there was in about two months and Hang on, was it wednesday two o'clock because that's like the only table available no, do you know what? it was like a saturday at 12 or something and that's i didn't even you know when you you know when you've you don't actually feel like it, you actually feel like sitting at home and having eggs and like 12 o'clock's very early to go or something yeah that you've or got something really like enjoy. that but not that i didn't want to go i just didn't fancy it that day but i knew it was my only chance and i've been wanting to go for so for so long and i went and it was just every part of it was amazing the people working there, like I loved the decor. I loved, I'd love the natural light. Yes, I loved, bright, isn't I loved it? the music. I loved the lube. I didn't see your picture. I just loved everything. I just, I felt like, I 
felt like I was being fed by family. Like the staff were so cool, you know? It's very rare, I think, you go somewhere where everything's right. And I think, and especially when out. you were, yeah, and I think I, I have this weird thing about never being, because I'm that worried for it. If I want to go somewhere special, I'm that worried about it being so good You've done it. That, I over, that I can't relax. Yeah. My girlfriend hates it because when I go out, I'm like, I'm fretting yeah. a bit because I'm like, I want it to be so perfect. But I do, I get really fretty yeah. and I'm like, I and hate I'm, the I'm almost up. apologetic That's why to you don't like Christmas. So you eat out more than me and Melissa, right? We're yeah. Both... Where are we going to eat? You tell us. But you, how do you feel? But tell yeah. us somewhere that's so good what? so that we don't have to get freaked out that it's not going to be worth well, I, I, I tell him all out. the time where I go and I'm like what's great but you say but you going out all the time mm. like, you go out and eat all the time and that and you do because of your job mm-hmm. but do you enjoy it as much as you think if you were just maybe once a week well I'll tell you what I went to Adam Hannan's place in Covent Garden I had I've been to the gym I had a protein shake Chelsea no in Covent Garden oh, right. he got a bunch hasn't he so I had a protein shake before I went in I had this pretty like sensible five were turned out to be about nine courses that was but again you can't waste anything because i'm like he, he's cooking this food yeah. i need to eat it that was hard work but it was bloody delicious what was the relevance of the protein shake you mean it was filling you up well i was already full before uh, i got there that uh, was a bad move on your behalf but he was oh, you, know, you just needed to replenish fault. just enough <laughs> yes, adam i can't eat courses <laughs> seven to nine so yeah because that like um that. that that pro that protein powder is just really sticking to just my trying to warm up the i think the older what do you, you do to work out sorry to interrupt no, you it's all right what do i do to work out yeah uh I got boxing quite a lot. Do you? I do. I enjoy Where'd you it. Go? I got a block. Shout out to block. Chelsea? No, it's in Shoreditch and there's one Clapton. Don't ask me, Melissa, please. Where do you go to pull off that lovely tight blue t-shirt? And the t- <laughs> I, I, honestly, you know what? I need to. Because don't make out that I'm a slob. Do you want to jump you know on I mean? my bike downstairs? I would love to, but I'm, I need to. I need to get involved in it. I think. Do you not, do, when you exercise though, do you not I feel don't, that rush? I don't exercise. Oh, I but like I miss... What about when you do any kind of physical exertion? But then of course I do. Knackered. <laughs> Knackered. Knack- what, how, what, what sort of distance? <laughs> Pull me ankle, Anna. So, <laughs> knackered. Um, anyway, come on, move on. Like Food podcast. Yeah. Food podcast. But you know what? I'll tell you why I like working out. It's because when you work out and you're sweaty and you stink, <clears throat> then you go and have a shower and then you feel love and then you go and eat some dinner whether it's your own or go out you don't feel guilty no 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 that's what i was gonna say i never feel guilt i never feel calories in calorie out i never diet i it just because you're extra hungry Mm. you feel like you've worked it not earned it mentally as well it just feels great are you you a morning or an evening workout uh... like today i was working out like six in the morning but that's because i knew that you're going to be here forever. It's a, it's our generation's thing, though, isn't it? I mean, like when we were growing up, I'm sure, because we're all on a similar age, I didn't remember fitness being this popular. No, because you, you walked everywhere, you did stuff, yeah, you went I out and lived about. lived in fields, do you know what I mean? So it's like all that kind of stuff. It's a walk from pub to pub. Pub to pub, mate. That was next to each other, mate. Yeah. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Guys, but we all stand up. We don't sit down. If you're, what, if you're a northern pub? man, no one sits down. I always say, this is great, this. We've had no conversation and we're rushing. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's, like, it's the whole thing. It's, all you do is you do a pub crawl, but the, the, the joke is nice you can't snacks. sit down. It's like, ah, how are you doing? I'm all right. What's how we go? Oh, next pub. Let's go. You know, it's too how much many rush. have you drunk before in your life? I don't know. I'm not that bad. Oh, about well, 14, I've, maybe. I've got a friend who every year he does um, a, a birthday pub crawl. Yeah. The amount of pubs he does is depending on how old he is. Oh, so we stopped God. doing it when he was 30. It's a little bit it irresponsible. Got, it, got, it got difficult. Apps, but you know, yeah, you do, you do half pints, but... Do you know what? Do you, I, would, I would, do wish we had... Well, I don't know much about English wine. I've had a few different bottles, but I've always wanted to go on a lovely, like, go to 
Um, vineyards in England. Vineyard, vineyards in England. Do you know what? Let, if anyone is still listening at this point, yeah. Is there anywhere, you know how like, I've done it in New Zealand where you get on a bike and you cycle from oh, vineyard yeah, yeah, to vineyard yeah. and you get fed mm-hmm. and you nice. could do that all around. Surely you could, there must be places in England doing it. You've got night timber sparkling wine. You've got chapel, chapel, whatever, chapel valley, chapel hill. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know, you know the ones I mean. There's loads of lovely local wines. It's just been raw wine week, hasn't it? In, yes, um, town. I'm gutted to have missed There's that. There's too many words for it. There's raw wine, unpasteurised wine, all the, you know, what's Biodynamic un, unfil- wine. Yeah, all unfil- I want Cheap it to wine. be one thing that I know because when I go, that's my fear. It's like me going into a bookshop. I, just, I'm, I get paranoid because I'm like, I don't know what, to, I, I don't know where to start. It's too much, too much choice. I want someone to make it that's easy. That's what a good do like, does, It should though. be like Woolworths top 40. That's what they should do it like. Top 40? That's loads to choose from. Top 40. Oh, top, Hang on, top that's 20. what good restaurants do, isn't it? Is yeah, that They basically, I, my favourite way to eat is just to turn up and someone feed you. I don't want to look at a menu. I don't want to look at a drink. I don't also really like tasting menus because I feel like they go on too long. I just want three solid courses. Do you Maybe ask the chef? Do you, if you go to a friend who's a, who's a chef, do you obviously... Oh, if I go to a friend who I know them, they'll normally... I, yeah, they'll just... They, without even asking, they'll just go, we'll send you food. But I think that that's when it goes indulgent. I went to... We had Andrew Clark, who's... Fleur Lee. So I went to his St. Leonard's. Yeah, lovely. And it was just st- stunning. I mean, stunning, amazing. And I said I to him, well, you, you just choose. And it was just so beautifully... But it was the per- first time it's got it just right. I, I didn't go out going, oh God, the chef's fed me. It's just too much. But it was amazing. She used to do some work with Jackson Boxer, right? And he's got... And he, they have... They have I a love place Jackson together. and Andrew. So I used to live... Before I lived here, I lived in Stockwell. And I used to go to Brunswick House, which was Jackson's place with Andrew in Vauxhall um, all the time. Is it nice? Love St. Leonard's. Yeah, Brunswick House, great. So St. Leonard's, yeah, that's a great shout. Mm-hmm. Well, let's, let's talk about what we should eat, because I'd like to make a list. I'd like to eat at Jeremy Lee's place in Soho. And I always get the bloody name wrong. French rest. Yeah. yeah. I really want to eat there. And I've never eaten there. That's just for some reason. I just like following him. And I think he's so tell just you charming. What, have you guys been to eat at Coombs Head Farm? No. No. Oh, my God. What is it? So good. Coombs Head, Coombs Head Farm. It's, um... Oh, where is it? It was like Devon, <clears throat> but it's like on the cusp of Devon and Cornwall. And um, I went and it's, uh, there's a guy called Tom and his girlfriend and they have their pigs and they're known for using every single part of the pig. And, you know, like I bought like their elderflower cordial and I bought their pork fat soap and I bought their pork fat candles and everything. And you can stay in the house as well, but obviously didn't get my act together. So couldn't. And apparently the breakfast the next day is even more amazing. So anyway, but the last two spots, when you arrive, you walk into the house and you just go and sit like it's the house. You get made a cocktail. Tom's making some snacks. And then you get taken into another room, which they've expanded because they're so popular now. And you sit and have the best meal of your life. Now, the week that we were there, so I'm expecting all this like amazing, interesting um, pig based food. And in in preparation, I like, hadn't eaten pork for sort of a month or something. I mean, I don't eat huge amounts of meat anyway, but when you know when you go in like for a Sunday, I'm not going to have pork because I'm going to that restaurant. Yeah, yeah. And they go, right, so it's duck week this week. Oh, and I was no. like, what? I've come all the way for that pig. Yeah. And I was like, I like duck, but it's definitely not one of my favourites. Not every day. And then he said, yeah, because our neighbouring farm, they give us X amount of ducks a week. Anyway, it was the best meal of my life. We had duck broth. We had duck sausage. We had duck, we had duck everything. And it was sensational. Anyway, the point I'm trying to make is Jeremy Lee was also there. And I just saw on Instagram a few days ago that they posted that Jeremy, one other person 
and one of the person that are going to go and cook at Coombshead Farm for charity sometime soon. One of the it's probably also one of the <laughs> The detail. I need to be there. That sort of thing. It's like, what a meal is that? Gonna, that's going to be. It's like a proper treat. Somebody there. Somebody there. I've always wanted them. Anyway, can you imagine? You know that feeling of like, I came over the pork and it's duck week. Oh my god, my mind was blown. The wine we drank was his brother's got a vineyard in France. Mum had salvaged everything that you're sitting on. Mum had picked up from antiques. It was just so great. Did you get jealous you know, of their I would get yes, jealous of their lives. I was lives. just about to say, you know, at the end of the meal, my boyfriend and I, my boyfriend was like, can you stop talking to them? I was like, no, I just want to tell them how great they are and how like much I respect them. He was like, no, stop. You've got to stop now. And then I literally, on the way home, I like tapped out a message to them on Instagram. I was like, I just want a finger amazing. And then in the morning I messaged him again. I was like, I still can't stop thinking about that meal. And here I am again talking about it. That's great. No, that's, that's what you a want. really good tip. Like, we always ask one of the questions is always like, you know, what you're raving about. And like, that seems like if you were going to go to somewhere oh special, God. save up and oh, do Oh, hang that. on, that was it. So the whole house was booked out because our family had booked it out. I think there's like, you can, 20 people can sleep there. It was someone's 70th birthday or something. The whole oh, family was there. I bet that was a riot. So 100%, Coombshead Farm, book it out. So it's a special occasion. It's not a cheap no, job. No, I mean, uh, it was just, it was, there was, it t- talking of courses, you know, I said I don't really like tasting money. It was a tasting money, but it was sublime. It was just perfectly done. And and yeah, and Jeremy Lee was there, but Coe Vardis, I've, I've still not properly eaten there. I've been to a few parties there. We need to I've go. played the piano. Have there. you? Do you play the piano? Badly. Do you not see my Clavanova when you walked in? You did. You clocked it straight away. Mm. Do you want to jump on it later? <laughs> no, I'm terrible. It's like, bloody, yeah, I'm really bad. Um, that's what we did the Christmas carols on when I had my work Christmas party here. That's amazing. I'm a chess player. Right, yeah. Christmas party, book that in for next year, Ben. What, here? Yeah, let's Are do it. Sure? Do you rent it out? How many people do you work with? Uh, depends what day it is. <laughs> two, though, isn't it? <laughs> Tuesday. Uh, That's two. Monday. That's an intern, Tuesday, actually, intern day. Six. No, we don't have an intern. Thank you very much. Um, Tuesday's normally three. So sometimes there's four of us, very occasionally. Yeah. Most of the time there's two. Yeah. And I'm just going for a different job, which for the first time in eight years, so I'm really excited and scared. Oh Wait, where are you going to be? Um, I'm working for a big bread company, just oh, doing like said. a sales. And I've never done that before, but I'm dead excited. Oh, well, you've got the gift of the gab, haven't you? So my mum said, yo, get what you want, because you've got a gift of gab. The impression you do of your mum is but you, she's, she's a really, really quiet... Why has your quiet... voice gone lower? I always, do, I, have, I, always, I always do that because I, I can't do a voice. She's a nice hippie woman and she owns a wool shop. Do you know what I mean? Very polite and nice. Is that why you get jumpers she for Christmas? She knit you lovely stuff then. Oh, she, see, she was in my sock drawer. Christ. I'll, get, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll get my mum to knit you some... Absolute, she's, she makes like really beautiful bespoke, all, all one, like one sock going round. Gorgeous. I'll get her to knit you one some... One socks? Some. What would you do with the other fit? What do you make? Well, well, it's just one sock. <laughs> no, it's what, as in like, it's got no seam, so it's like a one sock. Do you know what I mean? No, I don't know. <laughs> we'll wrap it up by saying. Hang on, by, talk about your mum and her one sock. Come on. I'm gonna, I'll tell you sock. what I'm going to do. I'll take my mum, I'll text it in a moment, I'll say, can you send Melissa some socks? Oh. And I'll say, what size is she? And I'll say, well, she's either eight Shall I send her a book back? <laughs> she'd love that. Will you give me her address and I'll send her a book? Yeah. Would you like but it? For some, she'd, she'd love like it. She'd like a one pot wonder. She, to be quite honest, I think she's got it. No. Yes, she has. The first one. No, I think she has. What happened to the second and the third? She didn't like the first one. No, we. The, the house I lived in before, my the, my housemate Jamie Mackay, I'll shout him out because he he got your book. Jane, he, who? Jamie Mackay, my housemate, and that's Who's how he? I saw your book. That's why because I always Jamie Mackay. Jamie Mackay, he got your book, and that's how I kind of read your book. Oh, you just t- saying his his whole name? Yeah, because he's gonna love that. You know what I mean? He's a big Hi, fan. Hi, Jamie Mackay. I always loved your font. On the hems down, so I, I used to think that's why I looked at it first. So Jamie liked the book. Did he used to cook for you from the book? He did, yeah. He was better than me. Annoyingly, what the did he only make? non-chef, personal trainer, but really good at food. Like really, really good at cooking. He's a personal trainer. He is, yeah, did and he an actor. Not, he didn't get, oh, 
muscly as hell. Horrendous. Let's he, not objectify her, shall we? No, but, hey, he, he hugged me at a stag do. Oh, right? yeah. Is this when you first this. met? No, a long time, no, a few years. He, he bear hugged me at a stag do and he's popped, he popped my, <laughs> and he popped a muscle in my rib and then last week reoccurring, happened again. And I went back to the hospital and the woman because read of Jamie. me. Yeah, because of Jamie. I texted him saying, I still hate you. And because, my mom, she went through like the history of me going in and it says bag of potatoes <laughs> fall off bike so obviously I described stag do I described it all to her and she she'd, like, and she'd read back line? she's like stag do bag of potatoes bike that's what's happened to you in the last three years and I was like it's Jane McKay but we'll end on that note shall we okay there you go uh, I mean he, I loves literally... you, he, loves you, he loves your book I love you too Jamie McKay there you go uh wow there you go. Thank you so much no, thank for coming you. around my house, it, rearranging my room, chaos, eating all my great. chocolate. Oh, it's been lovely. Not, I feel really, really bad that I didn't cook for you. But you, will you silly. come? Will you cook with me? There's still time. I'd the program doesn't start What should we cook something lovely next time? I would love to do that. That'd be quality. Thank you to Melissa for the unbelievable hospitality. And, um, yeah, I want to buy one of them bikes for Teleon. You know what to do. Like and subscribe, people. And we'll see you next time. See you next week. Bon art. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.